When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello everyone, welcome to Game Week 37 Sky Fantasy Preview with myself and as ever, Niall. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, good. Um, well, the team's not doing so well, but other than that, life's good. Rinse, um, rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. It feels, yeah, it feels it's strange. We go through periods where team's doing well and everything's sunny. And then, yeah, I mean, for the last, feels like three or four weeks, team's not been doing so great. After a, after a really good run that got me nearly in back into the top 200 I've just mm. kind of I've just sunk a bit and I'm now sitting around like 400 470 something yeah and it's just uh, it's becoming pretty difficult to make gains I've been rolling the dice a bit it's not been coming off and now I'm sat with a team that hurts my eyes when I open that to have a look at it <laughs> so it's it's not great you're you're saying you're in a pretty similar situation so um we're yeah. let's talk less about us and more about uh, the, the high-level strategy of how people can win the game if they're if they're in that position just now. Absolutely, but I think just for comic value to make people feel better. Yeah, I mean where we are is is always going to lend itself to this kind of play style, isn't it? We try to make a, a push. We're not just going to churn in the optimum players and stuff. And yeah, it might gradually creep you up, but it's it was kind of a, a hail mary shot for nothing for me. I mean, I've got I went Barnes over Madison. I went Sun over Kane. You know, stuff like that. I've I've done it purposely. You know, any other position I would pick the other the other players, but um, it's not been great. I mean, I think I did similar to you this week. I had Sun captain. Uh, I think probably maybe most people had Kane, or maybe you had Kane, but same same result there for the uh, the Spurs Brighton game on Saturday. And we are mid game week as well. Um, obviously, we're recording just before the Liverpool and Man United fixture tonight. Um, so yeah, still not sure where I'm going to land in the end but it has not been a great start uh, Bowen as well just like you for Sunday the 17th thought that's a nice differential to get in for a couple of games you know West Ham yes it was risky with their tiredness and stuff but Moyes plays the same team and as soon as Bowen came back into the team he started performing straight away so it looked a really good option to be fair I thought anyway home to Burnley you know I thought it was a pretty good game for him nothing nothing doing yet again so now I've got him on my team I don't particularly want him moving forward he's a bit of an issue in terms of, well, I suppose he's not an issue, he's still a good player, but obviously their focus seems to be elsewhere a little bit. Fixtures aren't particularly good, and there's just other teams with more fixtures, right, and, and better options, I would suggest. You know, Barnes, is he even going to play any of the games? This guy's just been hella frustrating. You know, he, as soon as I bring him in, he just basically starts putting in terrible performances, so it's not even just the rotation as a result of the of the um, the focus on Europe, it's more just he's just generally not been very good, so um, that's obviously a worry. Got in Gallagher, I think that's okay, I can kind of just sit with that one. Um, for the Palace fixtures are okay, and I've got Rodri sat on my team, who's just you know steady Eddie. He's he's going to get me five points most games, so I think I can get away with that one. But Bowen and Barnes in particular are probably where my focus are, and it's just who to who to look to bring in. And I think 
you know, regardless of who people have got in their team, they might not have as tragic a team as that. They're probably going to be looking at the same options we discussed last week, really. There's not too much change, and this is the nature of Sky, isn't it? It's, it's looking at those Chelsea options. Now we've got some of the fixtures firmed up. It's a pretty clear one, alongside maybe a Liverpool and Man City. It's not really changed, has it? Um, yeah, what's your thinking there in terms of who you're looking to bring in from, from these guys or, or any plans? Because, yeah, that, that Chelsea fixture has moved now, hasn't it? Yeah, so I think for me... I'm still two different strategies, clearly. For the strategy of the chaser, which I'm going to be in just now, I'm looking at maybe loading up on one of the big teams, possibly Chelsea. They've got, there's a good couple of good opportunities to, to go hard on them. Mm. You know, not that many people will be having their defenders, so it's maybe a good chance to race up the ranks. I think I'm accepting now that, you know, I'm certainly not going to win the game. Uh, but maybe if, if things go well towards the end of the season, there's a chance of maybe getting into the top. 200, still ambitious, but there's a chance. So I think probably from for me and for those who are pushing, maybe looking at the Chelsea, Liverpool or Man City back lines and thinking, well, others are going to be having one of each. Why not go all in on one? I think personally just leaning towards Chelsea for budget reasons and the fact they've got an extra game and the opportunities to bring them in. So either Wednesday this week. Or and they're out of Europe now as well, right? Sunday, is... exactly, exactly. And they're out of Europe. So I think... That's possibly where I'll lean. We've been down this road before. It hasn't worked. So mm. let's hope this time it does back to the well. They've still got the uh, cup, haven't they? So there's, there's, yeah, that one, there's that one game focus. But outside that, you would have thought, I would have thought they're going to play you know, their best team most of the time. Now, it's not always possible because I think the days in between games is so tight and Tuchel rotates anyway. So I, I, I don't doubt there'll be some. But I think in the main, he's probably going to want to play his best sort of team and, and 11 where he can, fitness allowing and stuff like that. That's what I think, but I could be totally wrong. And obviously, managers like him, and even Tuchel said that, they talk about momentum and stuff. When they were, went out of the Champions League, obviously they had a shocking performance in the first leg versus Madrid. And then people were saying, well, he's going to rest his team for the game in between. And he rested, like, I think James or one of the names. But um, he also talked straight away afterwards of, like, we need to get our act together and play our best team and play our best football because we are going to get destroyed by Madrid if we go and play like that. And he, So it's kind of a momentum thing again, isn't it? So I do wonder, if, for example, if it's a game before FA Cup, yeah, some might need a rest and he might have to do it as advised by the, the physio teams and stuff. But I think in general, you want your team cohesively playing well before you go into it. So I, I always like to look on the positive side and think that we're probably going to get a little bit more games than we thought everyone's liable to miss maybe one, but I still think it's pretty decent, to be honest. Yeah, agreed. And obviously, Chelsea have got that game, as you say, that game that got rescheduled. They've got the single match day against Man United now on the 28th. Mm. So I think most people would prefer to have a Chelsea option captain that night versus a Man United. I'm not sure. I think I'd probably lean towards Chelsea in that game. So even more impetus to get, to get somebody in from them. And I think... Most people will be on Rudiger. I think I'm, I'm probably going to look towards Reese James just because he's just got that high ceiling. He's sometimes been slotting in as the right centre back. Yeah. I think he did that at the weekend, which actually is not bad because it means he gets passing bonus too. Mm. So I think yeah, he's, not, he's as priority. not as detrimental to Scott at all, is it? That no, definitely not. Definitely not. I know people up on on FPL would be fizzing at that at that prospect, but certainly on Sky, it's it, you know it's not it's not disastrous at all. Um, so yeah, I think I think he's probably where I'd look. He's obviously relatively very, like low owned. I think others we've talked about Mason Mount in the past. He scored again at the weekend. He's yeah, looking good. Still so top scoring mid nearly, isn't he? I think he was third. I'm not sure where he is now. He's probably even higher. Let's have a look quickly. Um, 
yeah, he's now second. He's only behind Bowen, who's clear by like 30 points, but maybe even be able to catch him by the end of the season, the way it's going. It's just I was just going to touch on there. Now there just seems to be a whole host of other Chelsea options that you could consider if you do think their team's a little bit more nailed. I mean, there's our mate Alonso again, 7.9 million. Like, I know the results have been terrible by going Alonso, but everything about it makes sense at 7.9 million. It's just ridiculous value for what... If you think he's going to play, I mean, he he goes and scores two goals in a row for some of them in Champions League. It's just typical Alonso. I wouldn't be surprised at all, and especially if you're these, the you know, the, in a position where you're chasing. You know, these are the kind of players, aren't they, that can get you that extra twenty, thirty points that nobody else is going to have. I think I think even Werner, the way he's performing as well at the moment, it's annoying that he's a striker in the game, but he's ten point two million. I just don't think anyone is going to go to Werner particularly in Sky, especially if you're at the top, because it just probably seems a little bit too ludicrous to do it. Um, But I think him, I mean, Havertz, Mount, Werner, Alonso are all names you can throw in alongside the very steady Rudiger, Thiago Silva and and James, right? I honestly don't think there's a, you know, you have to get this one. I I think as ever, like we said the last time, the best picks are going to be the centre-backs because that's the way Sky lends itself, right? Rudiger is undoubtedly for me still just the best pick in terms of the most likely to pick up the most consistent points from now to the end of the season but I think all those other ones have the potential to to either match him or even just randomly outscore him off the I mean Werner could have hit two or three goals in his last few games right he has got that potential so it's it's an interesting one I think there's lots of different ways to go and I think a lot of people at the top 10 particularly or I keep talking about the overall top 10 but you know if you're in your mini leagues or wherever you are these guys are, can really sort of differentiate you and make the difference, I think. Yeah, I think final point on Chelsea is that, so looking at the fixtures with that extra game that's just been added in the Man United game, if if you bring a Chelsea player in on Sunday, so obviously they've got the game against Arsenal this week, but then midweek, but if you bring them in on Sunday, you're getting five games between then and the 11th of May. For, to compare that, you're getting, in the same time period, two games from Manchester City, Two games from Tottenham, two games from Arsenal, and they're all teams that are you know pretty highly owned. So there's a, opportunities to to move on. I'm not suggesting you'd maybe want to move off Manchester City, but certainly if you are like I am, sitting with two Arsenal players and two Tottenham players, that may be a good opportunity to to finally make that shift. Um, so so yeah, so I think I think the thing is here, there's ample opportunities to move. And actually, if you have if it's a Tottenham player that you're planning on moving on. You could even do it a little bit, a little bit earlier, possibly. Um, although they do have Brentford at the, at the weekend, but yeah. So it's um, yeah. I think Chelsea team I'm focusing on, but that's mainly because I'm chasing. I think those are those who are really at the top of the many leagues or the top of the game. Maybe want to bring in one or two to give themselves coverage. Um, the other teams, obviously, we talked about last week: Liverpool, Manchester City. They're both going to be. They've both got a lot to play for. They're both pretty predictable in terms of the lineups. Um, and the other player I'm looking at just for budget reasons, I may consider bringing in Matip. Yeah. Because I think that's something that's primitive about Liverpool's defence is they've got, obviously, Trent and Robertson, Van Dijk are all over 10 million. Mm. If you're carrying two of them, it does make it quite difficult budget-wise. So mm-hmm. Matip's, I'm not suggesting that Matip's going to play every game, but he looks like he's consistently starting in the league. So I think I think he's where I'll go um, in, in that team that, that needs to bring an Liverpool defender. So yeah, I think that's an option. And certainly with, with Manchester City, the games are more sporadic at the moment, but they do have a tremendous run of games starting from Wednesday. Um, Brighton, Watford, Leeds, 
Newcastle, West Ham, yeah. and Villa. So they've got some great games. But yeah, it's at this point, if you're sitting there like I am with some Tottenham players, some Arsenal players, Bowen, we've not talked about him in terms of getting rid of him yet. I think maybe the ship sailed on him. You said you brought him in for a two-game mm. roll of the dice. Hasn't paid off. And now his fixtures have dried up. He's got fewer games left than, than anyone else in that um, between now and the end of the season. And they don't play he's again. Not, he's not needed as a captain either, really. Ooh. You could potentially say you could use him on Sunday, the 8th of May, if I can bring it up. They're playing Norwich now. The game's actually moved there. So that's some other fixtures that have moved. So Sunday the 8th of May, West Ham are away to Norwich, so you could consider him as a captain there. But the problem is Leicester at home to Everton, Arsenal at home to Leeds, and Man City, of all teams, are home to Newcastle. So that is the later kickoff, a little bit more ropey with the lineups, as we know. But obviously, you're going to be picked. I mean, if you presume Cancelo plays, then Cancelo's obviously the captain there as well, right? So there's just literally no reason I can see to hold on to Bowen now, unfortunately, as, as good as a individual player he is. Um yeah, for me personally, I probably got moving, but I don't think a lot of people will be in a position where they've got Bowen. Maybe they haven't got gone there because he's oh, actually he's twenty five percent owned in the top one k. It's probably a little bit higher than I thought. So yeah, it's, it's certainly not low. So I think I think there'll be some who've done what we've done, saw an opportunity to bring in the highest point scoring midfielder in the game for two captaincies, and he's returned the. <laughs> You're not bitter at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> No, yeah, I think I think it's the same. I mean, it's similar to the pod we had last week. I still think the best options are those centre backs from the likes of Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea. Now are added to the mix just because of the way the fixtures have have fallen. Um, Leicester, I think now my interest has calmed quite a lot on them simply because we've got the information that they're still in Europe, and I still think Madison's an okay hold simply because even this week where they rested their lineup against Newcastle, he still came on and I imagine he'll start the next game. And I think it will be similar, I think, because they've just got the, the extra games in general. Um, he'll fall in line with most of the other options you would look to bring in in terms of volume of games anyway. And he's still fine. I wouldn't be necessarily particularly concerned about Madison enough to, to transfer him out. No. Um, I wouldn't be necessarily looking to bring him in either, but I think he's not particularly an issue and it should still be okay. Um, I think you're right about Leicester. A lot of the hype that surrounded them in terms of, oh, they've got all these extra games, it could be a great chance to double up, triple up. I don't think that's really come to come to pass because they don't have any standout match days, I don't think, that you would want to throw the armband on them by, by looking at the fixtures as they stand right now. And I, I think with them still being in Europe, as you say, there's going to be so much rotation. So, yeah, yeah. I think last week I said... I was going to wait and see how they got on in Europe to decide whether I'd maybe bring a second one in. I'm definitely not going to bring a second Leicester player. And I've got Madison. Yeah. He'll just sit there between now and the end of the season. And I expect he'll do all right. I think he'll match most of the most of the decent midfielders. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not planning on adding no. to that. And transfers in midfield generally is not is not advisable, is it, most of the time? Um, I think it's just... No, it's certainly not. Although I look at my team here and I'm sat with five, five in midfield. So that, <laughs> that's going to change in the next two days, but yeah. Yeah, indeed. I think, uh, to be honest, if you are getting a midfielder um, from now until, I mean, I presume it would be to the end of the season. I don't think many people would bring in a midfielder to just chop him straight out. But maybe. I think I think Mason Mount is probably just the obvious one. I just don't know. He's obviously been good. I still just think the centre-backs are better options. And if you have the option to go for one of those instead, or Rudiger, or even James, I still would maybe be tempted. I don't know. I think Mount's maybe like the third or second best option. It's sort of teetering there. I think Rudiger's clear, and then he's sort of two or three. But out of the midfielders, in general, if you're just struggling for one, I think Mount's probably the clear choice now, isn't he? Out of all midfielders in the game. I think you could make an argument for, say, a Man City one. 
you know, but they're they're tricky, aren't they? In terms of, it's probably De Bruyne that you would want for Sky, and he's um quite expensive. So, yeah, is there any other midfielders you think you can make a case for? I don't I don't think there is, is there? Or I missed anyone obvious? No one's really jumping out at me, to be honest. Mm. I know. Well, we're obviously going to need Rafinha if people haven't got him. Does then go on an, another sort of okayish run and has got a single game versus Palace. I think. He, moving back to Rafinha is an option. It just doesn't feel that sexy when we've probably had him in our team most of the time. I know that isn't logical, but it feels like you want to try something different, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I think I think you're right. I mean, we are going to be looking at that that single match day between Brentford and Man United at some point soon. Mm. And a lot of people will probably just go to Ronaldo, but maybe, you know, maybe there's someone I, they won't. I have just thought of one, actually, because they do yeah. have, well, in FPL terms, a double and then sort of okay fixtures to finish now. And it's Coutinho. I think he's probably the only other one. He's been l- mostly disappointing, but he's, sh- he's shown flashes. So I think if you were to pick like the perfect team from now on to the end of the season, I think in midfield, Coutinho probably puts his hand up, thinking about it. They're playing against Leicester in game week 37, which, as we just know, their focus is probably somewhere else. So that looks pretty good to me. Yeah. No, I... I... Can see that. I mean, as we've spoken about, it doesn't seem like there's a great number of standout options in midfield. No. Um, but although some people, but that's where the differentials are, aren't they? Unfortunately, a lot of people brought in, not a lot, but a decent number of people brought in Bruno Guimaraes, and oh, we absolutely we saw what yeah. happened at the weekend. I mean, that's a huge swing late in the season for. I mean, he we didn't even bother talking about him on this on this no. podcast, not because he's not a great option, but just because you know it's. History doesn't suggest he's going to score a huge number of goals. He's got a team that doesn't keep a great deal of possession. Sure, he's been he's been tackling a bit, but for him to go and get a forty odd point captain return is just no. it's huge. So people, for anyone who brought him in, well done. Anyone who didn't bring him in and now finds themselves forty points behind the, <laughs> behind the rival commiseration. It's, it's the stuff dreams are made of, to be fair, and this is what Sky brings you. Um, it, yeah, people will be the first to admit they bought him in because he covers Newcastle's good games. They had some individual captain days and he was getting tackle bonus and he looked a good player. I mean, we've had these players in our teams before, right? At, at that sort of price. So I don't begrudge anyone getting him. I think that's absolutely fine. But yeah, to, to suddenly hit you know, 21 points and, and actually be captained by quite a few as well to 42 on that day is the stuff of dreams. So absolutely fair play. Um, as a result, I think because he's just he's been playing so well since he's come in, I'd imagine next season they're probably going to up his price a little bit and uh, yeah, he'd struggle to match that again. But well, at least his career history suggests so, right? As he suddenly just found a completely new lease of life. But fair play if he went there. I think that was the big difference this, this uh, week actually because no one's particularly done anything. It's going to be Ronaldo if you went early on him. Yeah, I think that was a good move. And then obviously Bruno. You could have gone, for, say, Ronaldo, captain, <laughs> to Bruno, captain, and it could have completely changed your season. So it's just a reminder again that it is still possible to catch huge, you know, huge leads. You just have to get on the right players, which is a lot easier <laughs> easier said than done. Um, but yeah, it's possible. Especially um, when we're now approaching a part of the season where people have got limited transfers left and, mm-hmm. you know, making one of these gambles now... You know, if it doesn't go well, you're talking about two transfers. We've obviously just felt the the other end of that with yeah. Bowen. We've brought him in. Now his fixtures aren't great. We're probably looking to get rid of him. And it's two transfers at a crucial part of the season where you've not only you know burned them, but you've also lost points in the process. Sorry to remind you about this. Look, I'm still looking at <laughs> It's all right. We live by the sword. We die by the sword here. <laughs> there's, no, there's no rank history in Sky. We go again. We go again. We don't need to worry about it. 
Um, yeah, I don't I don't really know if there's much else to, to talk about apart from maybe I mean we've got the game still upcoming. Do you see anything? Um, do you see any sort of ways in in Tuesday the nineteenth, Wednesday? Who's your captain? Stuff like that. Anything you want to talk through? Yeah, so I think tonight it'll be straightforward. Salah, captain. I mean, as I say, I'm looking at taking out Bowen. He'll go either today or tomorrow. I think the options probably will be Matip if he starts tonight, mm. and then and then maybe a Chelsea player tomorrow or possibly a Man City player. But I think the way their fixtures are lying, it's just uh, the extra games at Chelsea is quite enticing for someone like me who's needed. I to think chase. Bowen to Matip or just a Liverpool defender, if you can afford more, is is probably a reasonable option, and, and not just Bowen. Like I say, it could be anyone. I think getting in a Liverpool defender tonight. Still looks pretty good to me, followed by then bringing in Chelsea um, the next day. That's probably what I'm looking to do. I may even just ship Barnes because I just don't know how much he's going to play. I could just do Bowen and Barnes to to Matip and Mount or Matip and James or something like that in the next couple of days and just sit sit on that and hope I I get lucky. And then I think I'm also going to be looking at taking out some of the Arsenal players after they play at the weekend. So on Sunday... I've got two Arsenal players, I've got two Tottenham players. I'll probably have one Tottenham player and one Arsenal player by the time that Sunday rolls around. Maybe even one Tottenham player and no Arsenal players if I decide to get trigger happy with the transfers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and what's your thinking on the Man United Brentford then? Like you say, because it's the one coming up where people are going to still have a debate. I'm still on the side where if um, if you're right near the top, then you pretty much have to get him Ronaldo and captain him. That's my thoughts, just to cover it off. If he fails, he fails. I just think it's the obvious play, to be honest. Um, but in my position, I don't have many transfers. It's, it's probably better I just risk that he fails and ignore it and hope I benefit from that. But I think that's the obvious play. And Tony's the alternative that we talked about, isn't he, where he's got a nice run afterwards. I think a few will do that as well. So, yeah, have you decided on that one yet? Which one are you going to do? We're just going to wait until the day and then bring it up? Not yet. I think I'm probably going to wait. I, I don't particularly want to bring anyone in. I, I guess most people will be in the same boat. But... You know, they've got, so <clears throat> obviously with the captaincy, they've got, I'm just looking at the fixtures here. So they've got three games to one over a lot of teams. And with the captaincy, it turns into four. Mm. So I can obviously see why people would want to cover it. Is this the safe thing to do? I think, actually, if you're trying to go against the grain, Maybe the thing to do would be to skip. It's not, it's not much fun at this stage of the season skipping something like that. But um, yeah, there's rumours that he might not be featuring this evening. Oh, he's not featuring this evening, yeah, because of the, yeah. the tragic news that, yeah, that he had. Yeah, so course, I don't, I, I don't so. think he's going to be playing tonight. No. But I think I see a lot of people talking about Tony as well in for that Monday. I mean, a lot of the groups I'm in and stuff have just said that's where they'll look to do it. And I, I can understand that argument. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily... Exp- I mean, I suppose... I, I, I'd say I wouldn't expect Brentford to score, but Man United's defence is so bad, maybe maybe they can. Uh, maybe they'll struggle with that. So I think Tony, two points to four as captain and then leave him in the rest of the team. And if he gets anything versus Man United, you know, he's so cheap, isn't he? And he probably should have just been in our team the whole season, just sat there. So um, Yeah, there's some good games between now and the end of the season for Tony. So I think, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk anyone away from that. Um, but yeah, I think most of the, most of the risk for those who are at the top of the leagues or chasing and are really close to the, the high end of the game, the, the risk will be that you don't do anything and then Ronaldo bags a brace or you know some someone in Man United, Bruno bags a brace. So yeah, I think I think as you said, the advice hasn't changed from last week. 
probably wait until the night and make a decision mm-hmm. based upon how many transfers you've got left and whether or not you're willing to take the risk on. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think that's just about that then. I don't really think we've got much else to cover. Good luck, guys, for the for the rest of the game week. Um, and for next game week, we probably should actually just go over who we're going to captain. I think that would make sense. We've got... Yeah. Uh, let's bring the fixtures up here for 37. So, uh, yeah, they should be on your screen there. So, Saturday 23rd, who stands out as captain for you? I think... I'm probably going to go with Cancelo, I think. Like home to... Mm, game home before Champions for... League. Yeah, I guess so, but... <laughs> I, I, I think it'll be him. I mean, if you're starting it, if you start as midweek, I think you, I think he probably still plays there. Yeah, I, I, I he's suspended be, for the Champions League. Remember? Yeah, exactly. So he's going to play. He's mm. going to play for sure. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be. I mean, you've got Spurs away to Brentford, so I think Son and Kane are obviously alternatives. You've got Leicester v Villa. I don't think there's anyone who stands out as captain there. Newcastle versus Norwich, unless you're going to get a Bruno Gomez. You know, uh-huh. brace. Then I'd probably avoid that one. So yeah, Man City, Watford, just absolutely glares points. It's just the risk of the lineup, isn't it? But with Cancelo suspended for the for the semi final, it gives you a little bit more confidence that he'll play. I mean, the thing is with Pep, he could because he's not had to play without Cancelo very much at all. Would he want to trial the team that he wants to play against Madrid? Because he's just going to throw in that team without Cancelo, and they might not be able to work out how to play. So I, I do think you could spin it the other way and say, knowing Pep and momentum, he's going to play a team without him. You know, he's going to put, because Cancelo's played a lot of games, let's not forget, right? So we could play, the Brighton lineup's going to help us here. We're going to have this information beforehand as well. So this this could all be moot. But um, he could use that game instead, couldn't he, to, uh, to, to to play him and then just give him the rest versus his Watford in the Champions League. I don't think it will happen, but it's just something to bear in mind. Um, I think Cancelo will be heavily captained on that week. Sunday the 24th? I think it's Liverpool option, isn't it? Um, home to Everton, yeah, yeah. Champions League for yeah. them as well, though, obviously, straight after. True, true, but it's a it's a derby. They're chasing the league. I don't think they can afford to rest and rotate too much. So I think it'll be on Salah. As much as a, you know, I'd obviously like to go a bit different. Look, Chelsea are playing at home to West Ham early on in the day. You'll see the lineups. I think that helps in terms of bringing them in. Um, I don't think I don't think I'll captain them, but I might. Depending on how I'm feeling when I wake up on Sunday morning. Who knows? Yeah. I might bring in Mountain Captain in that game. Yeah, I'm tempted to go different on that week, just on, on that one, just simply because I think previously, if I remember, Liverpool played Everton and it was before a Champions League and we all think of the rivalry and stuff, but the difference between the two teams now is just absolutely stark. He actually played, I'm pretty sure he rested either Salah or Simicass, he put, brought Simicass in or something. He, he, he rested a few players that you wouldn't have expected in the past for him to do that and they are playing in the Champions League. Now, they rested the full lineup in the Champions League recently, so it's not like he's just not going to rest or rotate people. So I do think there is a slight risk because it comes two and a half hours after we see the lineup, right? So, yeah, it will be an interesting one. I think the temptation will be there for a lot of people once they see that Chelsea lineup to just go, right, I'm going to go Mount or I'm going to go Rudiger, and then later on I could get lucky by my player just not playing. Or even, it's not even just not playing. Let's say Liverpool are winning 2-0 and Salah's in the 60th minute. They're playing Champions League semi-final. They can just take him off, right? They've got so many options up front. Yeah. That's true. I, I yeah. would say I think they'll be confident though. They've got Villarreal at home on the Wednesday. I, I think they'll be confident of giving Villarreal doing. I mean, I like, no disrespect, Villarreal. They're obviously an excellent team. They did brilliantly against Bayern, but I, I suspect they'll see that as a chance to 
put a couple of goals past them and maybe start to rest into next weekend and possibly on the away tie. Look, that's maybe disrespectful. I don't mean it to be. Well, if you look at their players, 11 for 11, it makes sense. Some of the names I can't believe are still playing in there, but they've, yeah, I don't think they'll take it lightly because it's Champions League (laughs) semi-final. You just can't, can you? I mean, having said all that, Salah could just start versus Everton and easily score a hat-trick, couldn't he? So these these are the margins we're playing with. Uh, Monday, the twenty-fifth of April, Palace versus Leeds. I've got Gallagher. He'll be in my. He'll be my captain. I think if you've got Rafinha as well, which I don't know if you have, but what would you be your choice between the two? I think if I had Gallagher and Rafinha, I'd probably go for Rafinha. I'm not being that impressed with Gallagher recently, if I'm honest. Um, but obviously, both are good options. They can both score highly on any given night. I think pers- I've not got either. So personally, I think I'm maybe going to look at bringing in Zaha. Yeah. Or a three, four game punt. So after they play Leeds, they've got Southampton and Watford, which is pretty good. Um, and we talked about this last week. He's looks like he's on penalties. I mean, I'm not sure why he's so bad at them, but he does take them. <laughs> um, so I'm probably gonna probably gonna roll with Zaha. He's, he's not highly owned, and I think between Rafinha and Gallagher, the majority will be there. So it's a chance to maybe be a little bit different on a night where there could be goals. So I think that's where I'll go, and then. Um, so you, you, you're firmly on Gallagher for that game um, I mean I've got Gallagher I don't have Rafinha so yeah I'm 100% on Gallagher I think if you've got both I, I still think Gallagher's that's good game for him I think but Rafinha's on penalties so with no Bamford so he's just got that extra insurance you know Gallagher doesn't always get bonus points he, he has got a knack of he, he's never really been I'm bonus points in this particular area. He's always had the ability to just chop and change, doesn't he? Sometimes he'll get shots, sometimes he'll get tackles. Do you know what I mean? It's not always 100% either way, and his position changes on the pitch every week as well, uh, slightly. So with Rafinha, you can be pretty confident that he's, <clears throat> he can probably get shots in the game, and he and he's on penalties. So I think he probably does make sense overall as the, as the better pick. But something tells me Gallica can can do well there. Maybe it's just my naive optimism because he's in my team as usual uh, Thursday the 28th of April it's Man United at home to Chelsea I still I think I'm with you I think I'd probably still want to captain my Chelsea player to be honest but if he's, Ronaldo's in your team there's an argument for him uh, yeah probably but I think you'd still go with the Chelsea option personally even so I think if you had Ronaldo even if you had Ronaldo you'd captain a Chelsea player would you depends on your situation I mean if it was me in the position I'm in then possibly a captain Ronaldo if I was think if I was making the best possible decisions, I think I'd probably just captain Rudiger and hope that he gets tier two passing and maybe there's a chance of a clean sheet. Mm. So I think that's where I would where I'd go. I think wow. on that night it'll just depend on which Chelsea option or options I bring in because um, yeah. they're going to be they're going to be captain for me on that night. And also, it's hard to say now because they've obviously got to play versus Liverpool tonight. You know, they've, yeah. then, they've then got to play versus Arsenal before we even get to that Chelsea game. And you've got stuff like Fred and McTominay who are injured at the moment, which means their defence is, is wide open. Um, you know, they could be back for that game as well. So there's there's all sorts of different things that could change thinking by then, right? Um, yeah, I think that's it then. So uh, appreciate you guys watching. Uh, if you could drop comments, you know, we'll try to reply to them if we can. Like, share, all that good stuff. That would be much appreciated. Uh, we shall try and catch you on the next week. We'll get into the business end. Um, so good luck with your decisions. Uh, it's a goodbye from me. And uh, it's a goodbye from me. Catch you later, guys. <laughs>